begin this next session. A fabulous, wonderful question was asked during the break. And the question was, how was Jesus delivered from that which he feared? And the question is built on the premise. That there's only one way to be delivered of something. But that's not true. There are two ways in which God delivers a person from adversity. First way is by removing the problem altogether. Slaying the enemy and removing the problem. The second way in which God delivers is taking you through the difficulty and preserving you. And this is the way the Father answered our Lord's prayer and saved him. As he was identified with our sin and had to embrace it as the cursed one. God preserved his integrity, Jesus' integrity. He never doubted his father in all of that process. And saved him in that process. Through it. So that he could come to the other side, having finished and completed the father's will. So, I hope that may clear up any questions you may have had. Well, the text we pray the Lord again speak to us is once again the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 1. I want to speak in this hour on the theme, a devoted grower. A devoted grower. John chapter 15, verse 1. You're going to have this memorized by the time. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. When you say, God is my father, what are you thinking about? Are you happy about that pronouncement or does it leave you uncomfortable? Some actually struggle with the concept of God as Father. The reason for this is because of an earthly father that mistreated them or abused them. Some way their father was less of a father that he than he should have been. I believe there are a lot of Christians who just say the words, God, our Father. And they really don't think anything about it, positive or negative. It's a cliche, it's just a term. It's nothing more than a title for God. Now, the Father who is called the first person of the Trinity is greatly misunderstood. Now, he may not be as misunderstood as the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. But he is not endeared to us as the Son is. Endeared. He's not as appreciated as the son. 
Jesus is good. The Father is good. And yet, for so many, the Father isn't as good as Jesus. We think of the Father as this angry, judgmental, Old Testament deity. A God that's hard to please and vengeful. He that sent the great flood of Noah. Plagues upon the opened up the ground and swallowed up dissenters. It was God the Father who had his people slaughter entire races. Including even children and babies. He gave others diseases. He sent fire down and Burned up people alive. He allowed marauding armies to punish his people. In this way, we see Jesus so completely different than the Father, doing Jesus seems easygoing. Tenderhearted, compassionate. Is this amazing loving person who has come to ward off the Father's anger towards us? Now, I may be overstating it a bit. But don't. You sometimes see the Father not as loving as the Son. It's easier to pray to Jesus than the Father. It's easier to pray to Jesus than the Father. Now, friends, I think this is not only wrong in our understanding of God, but it's detrimental to your relationship to Him. If you were here last night, I'm sure the second session piqued your interest. And that's what you're really wanting me to get to. I'm seemingly dragging my feet a little bit. You may want me to hurry up. But there are things in this parable that we have to understand if we're going to operate in the spiritual realm. We have to chip away and remove these false images of God. These inaccurate ideas of God is hindering your fellowship with Him. The truth is there's no difference between the Father and the Son. The only difference is the function of the two persons. Jesus said, I and my Father are one. He said, He who has seen me has seen the Father. 
the judicious or wrathful God in the Old Testament is the same gracious and humble Jesus in the New Testament. Well, you may ask me, how do you explain the difference in how God was in the Old Testament and the way He is in the New Testament? In the Old Testament, he acts like a strict judge. In the New Testament, we see this forgiving Savior. My answer to you is that I disagree with the premise that God changed from the Old to the New Testament. There is no difference. God said of himself, I am the Lord and I change not. The Lord God was as gracious in the Old Testament as he was wrathful and vengeful in the New. He cannot change. The Bible tells us that it was the love of God the Father that sent this Jesus to us. God so loved the world that he gave his only because he doesn't want you to perish, but have everlasting I like to quote to those who think God was just hard to please in the Old Testament. That he delighted in judging sinners. I love to quote. In Ezekiel 18, the Lord, the same God the Father, cries out with great emotion. Why will you die? I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Turn and live. This is the same God that caused the flooding waters of the Red Sea to destroy the Egyptian army. It's the Father's love that I want to magnify in this session. As a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you have a Father that loves you. He loves you more than you love yourself. He loves you more than you love your closest relative. And what's incredible is, He loves you in the same way that He loves His Son Jesus. So, for me to show you this in the Scriptures, we need to progress according to the Scripture. And it's right here. Verse 1. And my father is the vine dresser. I want you to think for a few moments on the father's desire for the vine's success. A vine grower does not plant a grape vine just to pass the time. Rarely are grape vines used as landscaping plants. They're not just for decoration, in other words. 
They're planted in order that somebody can eat some grapes. 我们种葡萄树的目的是为了吃葡萄。And the more successful the vine is, the more grapes the vine grower will be able to eat. So, this grape tree, the grape tree, the grape tree, the grape tree. God the Father did not send His Son into this world to fail. The Father designed and assured the Son's success. 父神要儿子，而且保证儿子必定成功，会多结果子。Now there is a rising tide among evangelicalism in the West。在西方的福音派圈子里头，有一个潮流越来越高的高高潮流。And it's nothing more than old heresies revisited。这个潮流不过是一个从前的异端，现在又再次重现。Many claiming to be evangelical。很多人自称是福音派。Are doubting the atoning death of Jesus Christ. Over 60% of professing evangelicals in the United States. 美国百分之六十的所谓的福音派的基督徒 said they believe that they have something to do in order for their salvation to be complete. 相信。他们必须参与到神的救恩当中，好叫他们自己可以得救。Others are teaching that Jesus's life and death only save as an example. 还有人说，耶稣的死跟复活不过是做我们的榜样而已，叫我们效法。An example of how we are to live. 我们应该怎么效法他的榜样而生活？ The fact that God brutalized His Son, had Him put to death. They oppose God brutalizing His Son. They call it cosmic child abuse. They say this is cosmic child abuse. They say this is cosmic child abuse. They believe a loving father could not do that to his own son. 他们拒绝耶稣十字架替死，因为他们不相信一位父神可以这样子对待他儿子虐待。Other false teachers are contending that Jesus is a sacrifice. 还有一些假师傅，呃，是这么认为的。他们认为耶稣是个牺牲品。That satisfies divine justice. 他满足了父神的公义。But that God. Or、excuse me. Jesus did not purchase or redeem a particular people. Jesus 没有救赎一群他所拣选的特定的子民。In other words, his death does not guarantee anyone's salvation. 他的死并不保证任何人的救恩。It just made salvation possible for all. 不过使救恩呃向全人类都开放，所有人都可能得救。Listen closely. 好，请注意听啊。I believe the Bible says salvation is possible for all. 我我我我的确相信啊，救恩是向所有人开放，所有人都可能得救，没错。But there is more intentionality and purpose in our Lord's death. 但我们耶稣基督的死的用意远远超过这些。Than to make salvation available to all. 不仅仅是使救恩向全人类开放，人人可以得救而已。Does it seem right to you that God would sacrifice His Son? 神要牺牲他的儿子。And only turn around and leave it solely in the hands of a sinner to decide if they want Him or not. 然后任凭罪人决定决志要不要信他。这对你来说合适吗？ What kind of vine dresser would that be? This is 什么样的栽培者 ？Listen, the Bible says. 请听圣经说 ，that this wise and experienced vine grower. 这位 wise wise 这位最有智慧的栽培者 does not leave the production of his vine to chances. 不会让他的葡萄园的生长顺其自然的。A vine. A vineyard grower selects only the best vines. 一个栽培者，葡萄园的栽培者会会选择上好的葡萄种子。He wants to minimize his risk. 他要把那个冒险率减到最低。He adds the right nutrients to the soil. 他把土壤里头加加上最好的肥料。He cultivates the plant. 他也培养，精心培植他的。
prevents funguses and diseases that the vine is susceptible to. The only variable that a vine grower cannot control is the weather. But the vine grower in our text can do that. And so this master gardener called God the Father his son the vine making sure that the labor of the true vine will be fruitful. And for that reason, the Bible says that a number of people have been given to the Son before the foundation of the world. And all those who have chose, been chosen will become fruit-bearing branches. If you're His, you will produce fruit. The question is, do we believe this? In John chapter 6, verse 39, John 6, 39, we read that God the Father left nothing to chance. He is going to maximize his son's efforts. He will ensure all that he intends to save by the blood of Christ will be saved. John 6:39. This is the will of the Father who sent me that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but it should be raised up at the last day. All he has given me. When did he give them to him? Paul answers before the foundation of the world. Look at verse 44. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And I will raise him up in the last day. The Father draws him. This word draw is not the word beg. Or ask. It is written, verse 45, in the prophets. All these who are drawn and come to Christ, they shall be taught by God. And therefore, everyone who has learned, heard and learned from the Father comes to me. God has left nothing to chance. First of all, he's not a believer in chance. <laughs> he rules the entirety of his creation and nothing happens by accident. He has guaranteed his son a bountiful harvest from his sacrifice. The Apostle John in his Apocalypse Revelation says, he saw a number that could not be numbered. Whatever God promises, he's faithful to keep. And beloved, 
Do you have a vibrant connection with Jesus? That he has promised to make you a part of his son's success. Something from God that He's already promised you. 往往多多少时候，你觉得神已经应许你的事情，你觉得你不配得到呢 ？Well, you shouldn't. 你不应该这样。The answer has to come. 我答案一定会，一定神一定垂听你。Because the promise is in Jesus. 因为神在基督里应许你。Therefore, it's because of Christ's worthiness that we can expect the answer. 因此，因着因着基督配，所以我们。How involved is the father in the vine success? Let's look at that. 父神在他儿子的成果里头，呃，好 successful. Let's look at the father's involvement in the son's success. 我们看看父神在在他儿子的成功里头是。Well, first I suggest that the father gave the appropriate tools for the son to get the job done. 首先，我我建议是父神给儿子呃 equipment， 呃合适的工具来成全他的旨意。In the book of Hebrews, chapter ten, verse five, 第十章第五节。The Bible tells us that the father gave a sufficient body to the Lord Jesus Christ. 啊，圣经告诉我们，父神给了他的儿子一个充足的一个身体，够用的身体。Hebrews chapter ten verse five， 十章第五节，希伯来书。Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, "Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me." 所以基督到世上来的时候就说：“神呐、啊，祭物和礼物是你不愿意的，你曾给我预备了身体。What kind of body did the Lord give the Son? 我们的主给了父神给了主耶稣什么样的身体 ？A body free of natural corruption and depravity. We talked about that in the last session. 那是一个没有败坏的、没有罪性的。”一个身体，我们上堂课讲到。Secondly, he gave him the spirit without measure. 他赐给他无限量的圣灵。John chapter three, verse thirty-four. John three, thirty-four. He gave him the spirit without measure because he wanted to make sure Jesus had everything he needed. 三章三十四节，他赐圣灵给他是无限量的，因为他要肯定耶稣一定会。For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God does not give the Spirit by measure to him. 神父神所赐的神的所差来的，就就说上帝的话，因为神赐圣灵给他是没有限量的。三四节。And we know that at his baptism the Spirit of God descended upon him. 我们知道在耶稣受洗的时候，圣灵临到他像鸽子。To empower him to do everything the Father had commanded. 赐给他能力，能够成全父神所差遣他所做的事。We read that the Spirit drives him into the wilderness to be tempted. 我们读到圣灵催促他，催他到旷野受试他。Jesus says, "If I cast out demons, it is the finger of God, the Spirit of God, upon me." 耶稣说，如果我赶鬼是靠着神的神的灵，就是神的指头。Peter preaching to Cornelius's household said that God had anointed his son with the Holy Spirit. 彼得向哥尼流全家讲到说说父神用恩高圣灵恩高他的儿子行神迹奇事。So、everything that the son did, he did 
by the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. You and I are now to do everything by the indwelling Spirit of Christ. The Bible also tells us that this devoted vine dresser preserved Jesus from an untimely death. Untimely death. Luke chapter 4, verses 28 through 30, shows us an incident where the what happened? They led him to the brow of the hill, verse 29, on their city which was built, and they might throw him down over the cliff. But what happens? Jesus simply passed through the midst of them and he went his way. I can tell you what happened. The Father preserved him. Gave confusion to the enemy, and he could just simply walk right through the middle of them. This happened on two different occasions. Not only did he preserve him from an untimely death, he preserved him from sin. He saved him through it. Now we don't have time, nor do I have intellectual resources. Solve the theological debate: Could Jesus sin or not sin? 来来解决这个神学问题，耶稣能犯罪还是不能犯罪？我们现在没时间啊。Some say that the Son. Could have sinned if he chose to. 有人说，如果神的儿子他选择犯罪，他可能犯罪。有人说， Others argue, no, that would be an impossible. 有人反对说这不可能。But this I do know. 但但有一件事我敢肯定。That the son looked to the father for keeping. 父神神的儿子仰望父神来保守他。The son answers the theological debate this way. My father preserves me from sin. In Psalm 91, the psalmist, under the inspiration of the Spirit, prophesies of the Messiah. 诗人在圣灵的感动下预言到弥赛亚到来。This is a messianic prophecy. 这是一个有关弥赛亚的应许。Even Satan knows that and uses it in the temptation. 甚至撒旦都知道这这个诗篇，而且在在试探主耶稣的时候引用这段经文。Psalm 91 verse 10. 就是一篇第十节怎么说 ？Let's read it. 我们看看。Psalm 91 verse 10. Do you remember Satan quoting this to Jesus? 记得撒旦引用这段经文。But friends, it's true. 朋友，这这是真的，这段经文没错。This is Exactly about our Lord and Savior. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. He would preserve his son from sin. As he will preserve you from it. If you, like the son, would look to the father at all times. What does the Bible say about your temptation? Does it say you have to give in? Does the Bible say, well, you know nobody's perfect? We all sin. No, it doesn't say that at all. The Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 
No temptation has taken you. 人所遇见，你所遇见的试探，无非是人所能受的。And what will God do? 神会怎么做呢 ？He'll be faithful. 神是信实的。God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted. 他是信实，他必不让你受试探，超过你所能忍受。Beyond what you are able. 不会超过你的。But with the temptation, will also make a way of escape. 当你受试探的时候，他也要为你开一条出路。That you may be able to bear. 叫你能够忍受得住。Being able to bear it doesn't mean giving into it. 忍受得住的意思不是说你你会受试探会犯罪啊，乃是你能够胜过试探。I believe this is what the vine dresser did for the vine. 我相信这是这位栽培者为他葡萄树所做的。And he will do it for you. 他也会为你做到这一点。But he also guided his ministry. 而且他不但如此，也也引导耶稣的服侍。Last night, 正如我们昨天晚上看到 ，Jesus said, "Everything I do, I see my Father do." 耶稣，我做的一切都是我看见我父做什么，我就做。Everything I say, I hear my Father say. 我听见我父说什么，我就说出来。Completely directed by the Father. 完全蒙父神的引导。But also, 好，而且 ，the Father pruned the vine in order for the vine to produce fruit. 父父神。培植葡萄树，好叫葡萄树能够结果子。I don't know how many of you know a whole lot about growing grapes. 我不知道你们多少人知道怎么样培植葡萄。But in grow a growing grapes, you begin with your young grapevine. 你要长，你要培育葡萄枝、葡萄树呢？你从这些幼幼嫩的枝子开始，幼嫩的小葡萄树开始。The very first year you plant it, you let it grow. You don't, you don't prune it at all. 头一年呢，你你让这个葡萄树成长，你你根本不会去呃修剪它。You want it to gain height. 你让它慢慢长大，高一点。If a second year is required to get the necessary height you need, you allow the vine to do so. 如果第二年呢，你需要更多的成长，让它长高一点，你让它继续的自然成长啊。第二年。Somewhere in the second or third year, the vine grower will do something that seems harsh. 但第二、第三年当中呢，这个修剪的人就要做一些似乎是很残酷的事儿。He will cut the very top out of the vine. 他会把葡萄树的。尖尖头啊，拔尖的地方给。He does not want the vine to grow any taller. 他他不愿这个葡萄葡萄树长再高，不能再长高了。He takes the knife and he wounds the vine. 他拿起剪刀来，他要伤害这个葡萄树。What this does is encourage lateral growth of branches. 这个就会导致横向的。枝子的蔓延成长。Out of the main vine will come out these arms. 从这个主干当中会生出这些枝子来。Which will produce the branches that will bear the fruit. 就会长出枝条来，这些枝条就能够长出果子。Isn't this exactly what the master gardener did to the true vine? 这就是我们这位最伟大的精心栽培者，像真葡萄树所做的。Cut back the sun. In his youth and in his prime, 他把主耶稣他的儿子在他的黄金时期把他给砍下。Did he not bring to bear upon the sun the knife? 他难道没有让他的刀落在他儿子身上吗 ？And what was the consequences of this severe pruning? 这个严厉的修剪的结果是什么 ？You, 你我就 are the consequences. 你我就是结果了。Branches. 我们就生出枝子来了。We are the result of the son's terrible suffering. 你我就是神儿子的痛苦的所结的果效。What seemed to be horrible cruelty. 对对对对对，他似乎是很可怕、残酷的一件事。Is the very force of the life of the vine in making branches? 借借此，呃，这这这这枝子就产生了，这这葡萄树就生出枝子来了。This is all according to the prophet Isaiah. 这一切都是按照先知以赛亚的预言成就的。The prophet says that our Messiah was cut off from the land of the living. 先知说。我们的弥赛亚会从活人之地被剪除。咔嚓。The words cut off are packed with meaning. 这个剪除这个词意义深厚。It means more than just dying. 不仅仅是死掉而已。
The prophet continues and he says, For the transgressions of my people, he was stricken. He was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people, he was stricken. Those words cut off. They mean to be cursed. They mean cursed. In Psalm 37, verse 22, Psalm 37, we read Psalm 37, verse 22, For those blessed by Him shall inherit the earth. But those cursed shall be cut off. There it is again. There it is again. Cut off. Paul picks up on this in his epistle to the Galatians, chapter 3. Galatians 313. To be cut off from the people of God meant you were separated. But not just from the people, but from God Himself. And so Paul says to the Galatians 3:13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Paul quoting Moses here says that Jesus was not suffering the penalty of the curse. He says he was a curse. Jesus was the curse. Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. He became the curse for the transgressions of his people. So that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And be the blessing of God. A delight to God. Do you realize your Father enjoys you? You're His child. You're no longer His enemy. He delights in his children. But Pastor, don't doesn't the Bible say that we often grieve the Spirit? We bring God displeasure? It does say that. But even when your children displease you, you don't disown them. Still delight to call them your son or your daughter. You still delight I know of a family very recently. A family very recently saw a child go away they hoped no child would ever go. And they loved that child through the sin and the heartache. Because they delight in them as a child. You're not cursed anymore. You're not cut off anymore. He enjoys you. I want to go so far as to say that God loves you and He also likes you. 
Why? Because he made you. And he is overseeing your development. He knows what you're going to be. And if you could see what you're going to be like the father sees. 如果你会看到你，你会成为像像父神一样看到你将来成为的样式的话，你会，你会不亦乐乎。If you could see someone， 如果你能够看到一个人 ，who has died in Christ and come back glorified， 在在基督里死了，然后又又复活了，然后得荣耀了。You'd be tempted to bow before them. Their beauty transcends anything you've ever seen. Wow, You can never disappoint somebody who already knows beforehand what you're going to do. You can't disappoint somebody who was cursed so we could be blessed and blessed. The cutting and the wounding of God is not malice. It's mercy. We're going to study this afternoon. The Father brings the pruning knife and cuts you and me too. 我我们下午会看到神父神拿起那个剪刀来来修剪我们，也修剪我们。You hear that this afternoon, please. I'm pleading with you now. 所以你今天下午听到这些，我我我请求你。It's not malice. It's mercy. 这不是出于神的恶意，乃是出于他的怜悯。It's not ruthlessness. It's kindness. 不是残酷，乃是他的慈爱怜悯。It's not cruelty. It is true love. 这这不是 true love. 不是残忍霸道，乃是真正的爱。Some of you are going through some rough times right now. 我们当中有人正在经历一些痛苦的时刻。I want to conclude by telling you an experience I had. 最后我要总结，告诉你我个人的一个经历。A few years ago, 几年前 ，sister in our church brought me a lady who was going through a severe marital problem. 一个姊妹把另外一个姊妹，她经历婚姻的很艰难的一些。Her husband had been unfaithful, and he was divorcing her. As we visited, I do what I often do when I don't know somebody. When we visited, I do what I often do when I don't know somebody. I asked her if she was a Christian. She said this to me. Listen closely. You know, if you would have asked me that question before all of this problem arose, when I had not encountered these difficulties before, I would have told you that I became a Christian when I turned ten. I would have told you that I became a Christian when I turned ten. But something's happened here recently. When I was ten, I did not feel conviction of sin. I thought everybody did what I did, and I thought I was better than most. But one evening, while I was hurting so badly, I was in the middle of my living room floor. Hunkered down, just broken. All of a sudden, I began to feel and see. 我感觉到我自己罪孽深重， sin, 不是我老公的罪， sin, 不是我，乃是我自己的罪。I realized what I had done to God. 我突然意识到我我触犯了神，得罪了神
As bad as my husband is treating me, I've done to God much worse. And I saw that for the very first time in my entire life. And I cried out to God for His mercy. And I believe He forgave me. And now I have a new life. I have a new hope. I know Him. In the midst of her being cut, she found life. You say, but I'm already a Christian. That does I don't understand. That how does that got to do with me? That if God would do that for somebody who's not already yet his child, what would we what will he do for you? Who already is his child? God's not punishing you. He's loving you. Receive the pruning knife. What you cannot see right now. The knife is guided by your best friend. Also your father. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Thanks be unto you, O God, for your unspeakable gift. We thank you that you cared for your precious vine. In the prime of his life, you cut him off. That we might have life. That we might be his branches. Now we are in him and he is in us. Hallelujah. We bless you. Saying thank you just doesn't seem like it's enough, Father. God, it's all we have. Receive it and be blessed by our gratitude. And as, as you worked in your true vine, work in us to ensure your son's success. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.